McCall's a bee. There's one or two ways we can go about this. We've either figured out what your spirit animal is or in somewhere in your ancestral family tree line, there is a bee that is a part of you. We need to clarify. We're talking B-E-E and not just the letter B. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX. Because there's definitely a one of those oh, in my fair. family tree. It's, yeah, but there's probably some people want Yeah, yeah. No, a new study shows that providing bees with caffeine makes them more efficient. It improves their memory. This could be insight to you use to, insi- uh, to enhance productivity of commercial bees and pollinated crops. Fascinating. So, I mean, in all reality, m- maybe. In all in all reality, I mean, I did already have. I, I I drank three cups of coffee before I got here. See. So, um, potentially, yes. I thought you were saying. So I did a I did a photo shoot yesterday. And it was very impromptu type photo shoot. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be great. And I showed up and I brought my, wait for it, yellow and black outfit that makes me look like a bee. See, she just naturally, she's flocking to it. I am. So she might be a bee. Yeah. Also, can we just, because we get to do this all the time, where we question why science is doing the things. Now, I, I get, obviously... Bees are really running into an issue in terms of being protected and not going extinct. So I, I got that they're, the reason they'd be thinking of bee IDs, but who's the one that was like, let's get bees drugs. Let's yeah, see how this works. Why are we, why are we, why are we doing that? I, that doesn't make I'm any saying. sense. Cause I, I really like, I like bees, bumblebees. They're just like, they're just, they're really kind of, how do you even explain them? Not derpy. Yeah, no, I would say derpy. Okay. I was like, I don't really want to be like offensive to bees. I would go with derpy. They're just kind of like. Derpy and adorable. Because you you say dogs derpy, you don't mean it as anything. Like, it's they're like a goofball. They're a lovable goofball. Goofy's probably better, yeah. That's that way. That's what they are. But yes, McCall's a bee. Also, apparently, scientists decided uh, if you get a chance to uh, caution for the language, there's a really great uh, YouTube video. About the, they gave spiders every one of the illegal drugs. Oh, yeah. That one is really funny. It's crazy. But again, caution for language. But who was like, yeah, let's give bees drugs. Like, they're already in danger as it is. So, uh, caffeine or, or crack or whatever. Let's see what we can do to make them more productive. How's this yeah. going to work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. McCall, of course, has a Roomba. Gets occasionally, we'll get messages during the show because Stella's a, a bit dramatic. She's stuck by a cliff. Stella's on a cliff! Well, uh, a radio friend of ours mm-hmm. uh, posted on Facebook yesterday, might have lost their Roomba. What? So who better to ask than the one that uh, has, has plenty of experience in dealing with theirs? Hmm. I got to be honest, I feel like this is totally impossible, but it did pop up on my Facebook, so I guess I'll consult the expert here. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX, a radio friend of ours, Allie, apparently also has invested in Roomba. The problem is, is that she has not been able to find hers. Okay. For three days, gone. She's checked curtains. She's, uh, <laughs> she's looked behind things. She has no idea where it is. And even worse, apparently it was a gift from her boss. What? So she really doesn't want it to be gone. I mean, that's a really nice gift from a boss. So my boss, question is. if you're is, listening right now and you want to buy me a Roomba, I'll take it. <laughs> my question is, how does one lose? Like, because I feel like eventually the Roomba will be like, ah, here I was the whole time. Well, the thing is, is that the Roomba, usually, if it's stuck somewhere, it'll go, beady. 
number six. Move Roomba to a new location. Ma- maybe you just answered. Then plus clean to restart. <laughs> maybe you just answered the question of how it was a gift from the boss. It was like a low jack. Like it was like a knockoff yeah. Roomba. Like it's like it must have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Broomba. No, I, I feel like uh, it should be making noise at this point because mine always makes noise. Always makes noise. I mean, but is anybody surprised that McCall got the dramatic one? Like, we've seen your dogs. Dude, mine's mine's not as... Mine's the same dramatic as anybody else's dramatic. I would, <laughs> I would bet on that one. Because my mom has one. My mom's one is named Clyde, I think. And... It, Clyde and Stella. it gets dramatic also. So I I think it should be making noise. I think there's a way to be able to, let me see. Let me look. Let me look at my app. I think there's a way that you can actually go on here and be like, hey, locate me. Like I said, coming into this, I thought for sure that this was impossible. Mm. I figured there was someone, like maybe if you just dump a big old thing of dirt down, the room will just come sprinting. But three days <laughs> Um, I think I think possibly. So this one just pulled up, and I I looked at it because I know that it's not on its home base right now. I know that it's currently stuck in a corner because I was like, "You fool! You stay there. You get stuck in that corner. You can stay there as long as I'm gonna make you stay there." <laughs> no, it says not connected. The cloud could not talk to Stella. Try again later. Oh no, Stella's become self-aware. This is a problem. <laughs> I know the machines are taking over. I'm not talking to you right now because I'm really not in the mood. So if you could not talk to me or try to talk to me, that'd be great. Remember, McCall said hers is just as dramatic as everybody else's. Robot settings. Robot will make, maybe she turned it off. Maybe it's so that, because there's a setting right here that says robot will make a sound. I don't know. Like I said, I thought it was impossible, but I figured I'd consult the expert on this one because a radio friend of ours lost her, for three days has not been able to find a Roomba. Dude, I just figured out I can change the language on it <laughs> so she could speak in like French. I'd be hilarious, except I wouldn't even understand what was going on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have to change okay. your name though too, don't you? Huh? Yeah, well, Stella and French would work, I guess. No, you can yeah, that. It, it, she doesn't say her name is Stella. She just says, error, six, move Roomba to a new location. That's all that Except she says. now it'll be that, but then it'll end with, in French. In French. <laughs> uh, look, our opinion, we uh, examined it yesterday. Opinion hasn't changed when it comes to high school reunions. However, mm-hmm. that wasn't actually the real question we got asked. The listener wanted to know. Can you do basically an extended try-on period for a dress? We didn't agree. No. Has our attitude changed post-COVID towards uh, high school reunions? Because like when we first started working together, I was coming up on my 10-year reunion, and we talked about it, and I was like, Aah! and I didn't go. Yeah. They actually didn't end up holding one because so many people were like, no, pass, and they didn't even do it. Well, I mean, the only way that our atti- attitude has changed is that we now have people who can document our crashing of somebody else's high school reunion. So that's the only way that that's changed. I'll be coming up on mine next year. That's McCall's thing. Is I'm not going to get invited orders. to either one. Like That's just rude. Well, I gra- so I graduated from Box Elder High School, right? AJ McCall at VFX. I graduated from Box Elder High School. I went to Bear River High School my entire high school. So it's like my documentation question mark isn't even at Bear River High School, which would be the one that I would want to go to. And even then, I don't want to go to that one. I tell you what, bears, bees, invite me. I'll come. AJ will go. I'll go. 
I'll walk in and I'll, I'll go be to like, your ten year high score you Oh my gosh, I'm so anxious to hate everything about okay. this. Oh my gosh, it would be awful. Oh, I hate it. No. Mm-mm. I'm spiraling. So, no. Okay, Moving well on. then focus we on, on this. Because the reason it came up for the Automatrix group debate today is because the listener sent us a message. Hey AJ and McCall, I'm excited about my upcoming tenth year high school reunion. So I've been working out and I want to look absolute best for the high school years because they weren't my best. And I'm proud of how far I come. So I also want to wear something that says, wow. Right. The dress I have and my heart set on is expensive. And I admit that we can't really afford it. So my plan is to buy it, wear it the one time, return it. My husband's kind of an uptight quote. Sorry, this is in quotes. My husband's kind of a quote, uptight do-gooder. Okay. End quote. And says absolutely no, claiming it's the same as stealing. I told him that I know that women do this. Which side are you on? Mm. I think it skirts the gray area, if I'm going to be honest. I'm a short answer while you pop off on this one. Mm. I think it skirts a gray area, if I'm being so honest. So I think that if you want to buy it, you can buy it. I think you buy it. Okay? I think you buy it. I think you wear it. If it's something that you feel confident in. If it's something that you can figure out how to be able to afford. Asterisks. That's a very big Okay? You figure out how to be able to afford it. There are other options, okay, with dresses. You don't necessarily need, like, the fanciest of fancy dresses, okay? But... As far as returning it after the dance. That's what I want to know. No. You don't no. return it. You oh, don't. Says, nay, you sell nay. it. You rent it. You Here's s- what you do. You you can sell it to literally anybody with if you wear it, it could be like prom now. The outfits that people wear for like prom are more on the upscale end. We're not talking like big old Cinderella dresses like 2008 style, right? We're talking, like, they're fancy. I look at the prom dresses now, I'm like, man, why did we not have class when I was in high school? <laughs> Gosh, I just want to wear bright neon green dresses. But but you can sell it slash rent it, and then you can make a little bit of side hustle on it. Ricky's on the phone. Ricky, what do you think? Uh, you going to go to high school reunion? You want to show off, wear the dress once, return it? I mean, why not? Fair. I don't know. I mean, if I lost, if I, you know, if I was large and lost a bunch of weight and bought a dress I couldn't afford... I'd probably do the same thing. Flex on him, Ricky. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, look at me now. <laughs> Actually, I think that's the reason I'm in the biggest support. If you could put uh, jerks in uh, their place, I'm kind of on board with it. So I'm allow- I'm going to allow, I'm going to be a little bit more lenient on these rules if you're going to put people in their place. I'm kind of down. You know, and I'm very, um, I'm very much divided on this because as much as, at the end of the day, if you are confident in what you're wearing, that's all that matters. Period. Like, if, if you're confident with it and you want to be able to wear this dress, I mean, sure, you can flex on everybody else if you want to, if that's what makes you feel confident. But if at the end of the day you're walking around in this dress and you're like, oh, my gosh, I did this for what? Don't buy it that dress. Don't buy that dress. Well, then it just makes it easier to talk yourself. Uh, you know what? I bought this for the wrong reasons. I'm taking it back. No, you cannot return it back to the store afterwards. Okay. Well, that's well- so no. 61% of people agreed with you on our poll the day yesterday because that's, that's when we made it. Said that, yes, it is wrong to do that. Um, That is way closer than I would like it to be. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's just an extended try-on period. It's like when they let you take a car home, you know, to test drive. It's a whole thing. And then the you drive it to propose. You, you drive it to, like, California, and then you take it to Disneyland. Is that what you do? Like, no, is that how it okay, goes? Okay, that is... Not entirely the same. It's very as, similar. It's, because if you end up taking... What happens if you end up taking your dress home and then you end up ruining it? I watched a That's So Raven episode on it once upon a time, I'm pretty sure. Therefore, <laughs> pretty sure. 
Well, therefore, it's yours. That's it's, obviously you break it, you bought it. However, I'm pretty sure, as most people would do, if you were to do, if you were to actively know you're going to return it, you're going to be like, "Don't move a ton." No, I can't dance. Get your punch away from me. No, I don't want to hug. I'll I, shake your hand. So I once purchased. Stuff. I once purchased a dress from a website, and the dress has a like an infinity loop on it mm-hmm. to ensure. That you cannot wear it and then return it. You can wear it, but in order to wear it, like there's a big loop that says pretty little thing on it. Because that's where I got it from. Well, the poll spoke. 61% of people said it is wrong. So unfortunately, listener, you are not allowed to do that. No. Friday, everybody's just itching to get out to the weekend. That includes Florida. Just remember that. Never forget, no matter how bad your day's going, at least you're A dumb criminal from Florida. Three headlines, please. AJ McCall and VFX. Okay, headline number one. Suspect got arrested because a group of horses chased him down. (laughs) I didn't know they had... Well, I take that back. Horses are just so majestic. It kind of makes sense that they'd have an innate sense towards justice. It's true. So then we got headline two. A robber deposited $50 in his credit union. And then he came back and stole $101,000 later. Why would you... Why would you steal from the bank that you use? Just couldn't couldn't get enough. They have every piece back. of information. They have your picture. Oh, my gosh. And then story number three, some guy shot at a fridge in self-defense <laughs> after a soda can exploded. <laughs> he thought he was being shot, so he was like, nah! <laughs> Fastest gun in the West title the goes to this guy. Take it over. <laughs> he shot the fr- Hey, explain that one to the insurance. Yeah, so I need to replace the fridge so and I, I need you guys a, to cover it. I got in a duel with uh <laughs> with my fridge. He was I obviously won, coming I won for me. For what it's worth. I will I will I will <laughs> There you go. Three crazy stories. Scale of one to ten. How jumpy would you say you are? Yes. Definitely <laughs> like eleven. Oh, okay. So you you're shooting the fridge then. Uh, uh yeah. Punching it. I mean, I just at think minimum. It's, it's fair to ask, especially hey, we got some kind of ominous looking weather out this morning. So I have to punch the sky. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I haven't broken anything yet. I'm not saying I haven't gotten close to going into a room and just just generally swinging, asking questions later. But you know, six, seven, maybe. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX for the Stranger Bridge Live Florida, not on VFX. Lacey, what about you? Scale of one to ten. How jumpy you say you are? Oh, not at all. Not really? at all. Okay, so you're definitely, you're not shooting the fridge. You may, like, throw something. Like, oh, I hit dish towel. Yeah, no. I'm, uh, my kids try and scare me all the time, and they oh. can't get it. She's <laughs> prepared. Nerves of steel. Okay, well, good thing you've got nerves of steel, because we got to go through these three full stories here Catch the Criminal from Florida. Okay. So we got story number one. Some guy tried to run and hide from the cops after ditching his car. He tried to hide from the cops under a tree in a field, which, just so you know, if you go run out into, like, the only tree in a field, they're going to know you're behind the tree, okay? I would check of it. Course. I mean, yeah. maybe. Due diligence. So three horses in the field started chasing him, which I can only imagine they were like, hey, you got some grain for us? And then they started running over to try and get up with this guy. Well, he freaked out so that he started running, so I'm sure the horses just started chasing him faster. So the cops <laughs> caught up with him after he hopped a fence, got caught on it, and then was just like dangling there trying to get away from the horses. The horses were standing there the whole time, by the way. They were just like, bud, where's my food? Don't eat, don't eat green. Like, um, uh, I don't know. 
Horses in there and eight cents of justice. I, I I got no words. He was on probation. He had a suspended license, so he decided, uh, yep, this was it. Get a horse. You know what? You don't need a license. Well, you probably do. Uh, you need some kind of license whatever. Drive the horse. Yeah, it must have been. Then we got story number two. <laughs> a robber deposited $50 in a credit union and then this, came back later in that idiot. same day, the same day, and talked to the tellers and said, hey, give me $101,000. <laughs> Witnesses saw him leave, run to a vehicle, quote unquote. Surveillance footage and license plate showed that it was a Ford Escape that was registered to, you guessed it, this guy. Oh my God, this dude is such an idiot. Yep, yep. Oh, check this out. So since he deposited the $50 that same day, um, he was a, quote, longtime customer. Had been there earlier in the morning, driving uh, the same vehicle. What? Look, I just want to be very clear, Logan, Highway Patrol, Cash Valley Police, whoever, I'm not going to commit a robbery, but, but it is not this hard. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. And then we got story number three. Some guy got arrested last Saturday after shooting at his refrigerator. He was startled by a soda can exploding. He thought someone shot at him, so he turned around and was like, ah, bang. Anyway. Natural instinct. Yeah, I know. I guess uh, he was charged with unlawful possession and discharge of a firearm. I, I guess it alarmed some neighbors for some reason. Cops were called. They found the guy, quote, yelling incoherently in an alleyway. So he, <laughs> he told the police that there were people who lived in the basement that wanted to kill him, and they'd shot at him, so he fired back. One small problem. No one lived in the basement below the man. In fact, there was no basement at all. Okay, that story was Someone was off their meds. <laughs> yeah, that story was crazy enough when the dude just shot the fridge. Yep. Wow. So there you go. Uh, three crazy stories. Okay, so uh, tough one because I was leaning story number one because I love it and I think it's tracked more often than not that when people are caught by animals, it's generally in Florida because it's the most ridiculous way to get busted as a criminal. But, Lacey, <laughs> ultimately the final call is yours. Well, you're talking to a nurse here, so I've kind of heard a lot of it or you know all of it but oh, yeah would, true so i don't know i would say three you like three i mean there is so much to unpack there it's kind of hard to argue with you on that one i'm gonna say three okay <laughs> we're gonna go with three mccall because i mean he shot the fridge his neighbors freaked out there's fake people in the basement trying to kill him he's yelling in an alleyway is it story number three it's not i'm ah. so sorry ah. Oh, man. That one happened in Washington <laughs> State. Washington State. Oh, I see. <laughs> Dang it. Today was the day where the craziest person wasn't the story from Florida. I know. I'm really sorry. It just got oh, a little dang. bit it got a little bit crazy towards the end there. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> uh unfortunately, see so you don't win, but you can't play uh again. We play every weekday around six fifty on VFX. Cool. Thanks, guys. You know, it's funny because I'm pretty sure my girlfriend believes there are fake people that live in our basement. Trying to kill us, uh, more horror movie stuff. Their intentions are not totally set. They're just, they're not, they're not great people. They're creepy and weird and evil. We have one of those weird basements that's not finished and there's a door right. that's locked oh, all the time. yeah, that's right. Okay. It's got the water heater in it. People probably do live there. It's you know, mole people, mole people. Uh, fortunately, no winner today on VFX, but of course, we get a chance to play every weekday. With the ominous weather... With us coming off COVID, aren't you curious about the fact that the internet decided we needed to know which countries would be the best to survive in if society completely failed? Yeah. It was decided. Oh, good. I mean, how could you see it as anything other than a great sign that 
all the rich people want to go to space, and the internet decided, hey, we're going to rank the best places you could survive if civilization completely collapsed. AJ McCall for Bonus Florida Not. Would you like to take a shot in the dark? They gave they ranked the top four. Mm, New Zealand. You are absolutely correct. Thank Number you. one. Was it really? Number one. <laughs> nice. That's all I got. <laughs> Ironic. Uh, the top five spots, all islands. New Zealand, Iceland, the UK, uh, Tasmania, excuse me, in uh-huh. Australia, and Ireland. The argument why was because it's big islands with a lot of resources would have a best chance, but they also are not like, you know, huge, huge, huge in terms of a lot of people. It says also because they're at a spot that might not get hit as hard by climate change. So obviously they're in the extreme north or extreme south of the hemispheres. So we better do some moving. Civilization completely collapses, moving. I tell you though, I don't know off the top of my head how far. But doesn't doesn't the art? Well, I guess UK's off of mainland too. No, nah, never mind. Never mind. I was gonna say New Zealand and Tasmania can't be that far from Australia. I'm sure people could figure out boats and stuff to be like, oh no, no, no. It's a good. It's a good distance. But you know, I think you know. Probably, I don't think I could swim it. No, I was. I definitely wasn't. Don't get me wrong. I was not saying that. Do people do try to swim the channel though to the UK like once a year? Mm. I'm just saying. I think if the argument is that there's not a lot of people there, I think there very quickly could be a lot of people there if, like, Australia or mainland Europe panics and they're like, well, we're, we're leaving. How? They take off. How, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Populated, I guess? Congested? Is New Zealand? Like, is it is it tight? You know what I mean? Like, are we talking, like, New York style or are we talking, like, you know? Almost 5 million people. I feel like that's a lot. It does feel like it's a small island. I feel like it's a small like <laughs> island. I don't know necessarily, but I feel like that's a small island for 5 million people. The second Google question is, so what is the population of New Zealand in 2020 is the first one for Google. The second question, quote unquote, people ask, why is New Zealand's population so low? Oh. It's just, just kidding. So I think it is. So New Zealand itself, it says apparently it's sparsely populated, but the problem with that is because of landscape. So... To answer your question, I would think the livable areas might be a little bit congested. Yeah. Probably. I I, obviously, I like where McCall's going with this zombie zombie attack. Zombie that's, attack. That's, that's the apocalypse. And if everybody gets to pick one, right? I hate the people that post memes like, oh, you couldn't handle blah, blah, blah. Look, if we could pick an apocalypse, it's zombie attack. I can't do anything about a earthquake that just breaks the globe in half. Yep. There's nothing I can do. Yep. Zombies, I feel like I have a fighting chance and I'll go down swinging. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Speaking of monsters, Shark Week, right, going on. McCall asked right before we got into it, why do we have to have Shark Week? I'm sick of shark movies because, you know, it's just so common. And to kind of further drive that home, we're going to play Deadliest Animal. (gasps) Sweet. I will give you two animals, and you will tell me who is more responsible for the ending of humans. Oh, no. Should be very simple, right? Yeah. Pick the dangerous ones. I promise we're not trying to dwell on evil things. Maybe it's just the weather. The ominous weather's finally kicked in. You don't get too much of this here in Utah. It's just affected the AJ McCall show on VFX. What we're here for. Ominous weather. The game is the deadliest animal. No. So I'll give you two animals. You tell me which is more responsible for the ending of humans. Oh, okay. So it's not like statistic. So it's statistically how many people have died because of it. Yes. Okay. It is scientifically backed. Got it. Starting with 
because I can't stand this. Sharks versus crocodiles. Crocodiles. Yes. 100%. It's 1,000 for crocodiles to 10. 10 for sharks a year. Crocodiles just like to mosey on land. Yeah, they're kind of, they like, they, they're very much, they're honorary. Don't get me wrong. Dude, but, yeah. But just they're don't like, bother them. They're like the honorary old guy down yeah. the street. Like, if you don't bother him, yeah. he's not going to, you know, yeah. fight you. Okay. Okay. This one ought to be easy, right? Dogs versus hippos. Dude, hippos are evil, but they, they are. I think it's it's more dogs because how many times are you out in the wild like, oh man, I'm gonna snuggle this hippo. Very important distinction to make. You are correct. It's ten thousand for dogs to five hundred for hippopotamuses. Yeah, makes sense. Ugh, hippos. But I feel like if you evil. had if if more people had hippos as pets, more people would be getting killed by hippos. Yeah, if, as pets. No, it's fair. No, yeah, more people. Dude, <laughs> they're mean. Yeah, I Those agree completely. Scare me. Like everybody. I, you know, I want a hippopotamus. No, you what don't. A stupid Christmas. No, you song. don't. You don't want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That thing will like Murray. destroy they your life you. yeah. in two seconds. It'll be like, here, put this watermelon in my mouth. Oh no, I accidentally ate you. That's okay. what would happen. Okay, how about this one then? Because that's that's a fair point. It's always important to remember these statistics. How often you run into some of these wild animals? Lions versus wolves. Ooh, lions. There's more of them. One hundred for lions. Ten for wolves. That's that dog background. See, it's the difference in cats and dogs right there. Yeah. Cats secretly have that maniacal thought, but they've been bred. It's been bred mostly out of them. Dogs, that's eh, there. Well, that's the thing. There's just there's more lions, statistically speaking, across the world than there are wolves. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay, last one: humans versus mosquitoes. Humans. No, humans four hundred seventy-five thousand mosquitoes, one million. The deadliest like- thing on this list: mosquitoes. Is this like yearly or is this like extensive amount that of one time? Is, that one is not yearly, I don't believe. The rest of them, yeah, I think they were. Nah, I maybe mean, not. I don't think dogs kill 10,000 people like, a year. That's a lot, man. <laughs> that's but that's insane. 475,000 versus a million. And again, I asked this question. I get it. Like, there was a huge fly in my house the other day, and I just wanted him to die. But I get flies serve some kind of ecological purpose. They're what stupid. What purpose do mosquitoes serve in the world? They just to ruin your life. That's all they're there for. Make I mean, like, why, why do cool animals have to go extinct? Get rid of mosquitoes. I'm not gonna miss. Nobody's gonna miss me. Like, oh man, I miss miss. No. I think you got to take that one up with a greater being. I'm gonna put if you it get up. in conversation via fax or something. Let me know. I'm gonna strive to I'm gonna strive to reach religious enlightenment just to ask the power that be to wipe mosquitoes off the face of the planet. Yep. All the things I could ask for. This is That's what it. trust me, humanity will benefit immensely if you could just strike them all down right now. It'd be great. Yep. Please. Yep. <sighs> mosquitoes, the deadliest animal. AJ McCall VFX Friday means a conclusion of Park Narks. A different kind of versus game. You get to decide which is the worst parker in Cache Valley. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Still time to get your vote in. And trust me, there's one that is an absolute tire fire, metaphorically speaking, <laughs> of a nominee. Yeah. Make sure you check out the, I want to be very clear about this, metaphorical tire fire yeah. of a nominee. So Not it's to say good to clarify. Yeah. No, yeah, because you say tire fire. I mean, everybody's got to look like, at that. Dude. What? No, that would be bad. Metaphorical tire fire for Park Narcs for Utah's VFX, pinned at the top of our Facebook page. And that's not to say that the, the other one, the other nominee that I'm not referring to, isn't great either because it decided, okay, so the lines are clearly drawn this way, but I'm not going to park that way because it's wrong. It's not, buddy. But that's nominee number one. The lines are wrong and I'll fix it. Nominee number two, the tire fire is on a, it's on a fire curb. It's actually 
in the grass and on the curb with one little tire just off. Like, I had to tell you, so I don't know what it is. I don't remember it being as much of an issue in New Mexico, but in Utah, like the dips out of places, like if there's a ramp to get into a parking lot, are so steep for cars. And I'm looking at this vehicle, like, how did you not scrape right. the bottom of your car? You had to have, right? Uh, yeah. To get up there? Yeah, because looking at it, it's like it, they almost had to go up a driveway that we can't see and then drive across the yard and then make that decision to park right there. They have a little, they have a little tiny ramp in their back, yeah. in, the, in the hatchback, so they can just climb up just on tall places. Vroom. Just wanted to feel taller. Yeah. Leave me alone. Still time to vote. It's pinned at the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Of course, you can do your part to clean up parking in Cache Valley. If you see terrible parking, safely take a picture, send it to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX. It's always astonishing at the Olympics, right, going on right now, that there are, there are kids there that are going – I say kids. There are teenagers there that are going to win medals. There's 17, 18, 19-year-old kids that are there, even younger than that. I was thinking of the Alaskan swimmer specifically because they were talking about her going to college. Mm-hmm. What do you do with the medal if you're about to go to college? Look at it. <laughs> In typical McCall fashion, she finds herself technically correct. <laughs> The question was, AJ McCall at VFX, something stood out to me. I don't know if if, if you watched the Olympics, uh, Lydia Jacoby won the, I want to say it was the 200 meter, or the 100, no, it was 200 meter breaststroke. Uh-huh. Uh, she's 17. She's from Alaska. Fascinating. It was a really cool story. Yeah. They showed her school watching. There's only one, what did they say, 50 uh, meter pool in the entire state, that's and she still so, won gold. That's so cool. The reason it stood out to me is because they were talking about the fact after she won that she was going to attend Texas University. They were like, oh yeah, she's going to be fan, and all, which is true, right? Mm-hmm. The question for me was, what do you do with your gold medal? McCall said, look at it. So technically, yes, I would think you would look at it a whole lot. Okay. Because knowing me at that age and knowing me if I had trained to that point, gone to the Olympics and decided to go to the Olympics, I'm bringing that bad boy. Frankly, I'm probably wearing it for the first semester everywhere I go. Me (laughs) now as a more well-adjusted, responsible adult with back problems, I'm leaving it at home. I feel like... Maybe this is maybe this is uh, judgmental. Maybe this is me casting a little bit of not shade by any means, but I feel like she is probably more responsible than you were. Oh, for sure. So yeah, she's I'm an gonna, Olympic athlete. That's this is no brainer. I'm yeah, gonna no assume brainer. based on her, uh, the way that she was brought up and everything. She's okay. probably well. Hold on a second. You can't take shots at my parents. Only take no, shots no. I'm I'm not. I'm uh, I'm just saying based on you know the fact that she didn't have a ton of like you know there's one fifty meter sized pool in the entire state of Alaska. I I feel like she's probably gonna be like you know what I really value this so I'm gonna maybe she'll get like a safety deposit box and just go ditch it there like. That's what I would do. I'm not worried about me. I wasn't in my scenario. I wasn't even worried about me losing a little bit. Me losing it. I'm just saying I wouldn't want someone to take it because people are stupid. I would just leave it at home for the time being while I went to college. Also, that was de- somebody Googled that. By the way, there's no way during the broadcast somebody had to have been like, "How many 50 meter pools are in the state of Alaska?" Well, maybe they did an interview with her and she already told. How would she know how many 50 meter pools are in the whole state of Alaska? Well, she probably had to, the I don't know, state. drive to it. In the whole state. Yeah, she Somebody probably had Googled to drive it. to it. I'm just saying, I think that I would just leave it at home for the time being. 
And then, you know, you make a nice shadow box or whatever. I don't know what people do with their medals. I'm never going to see one. I have no clue. I'm sure there's, I'm wondering if there's lovely ideas on Pinterest. How often does that come up? Is there a Pinterest for just what to do with your, your championship medals? What do people do (laughs) with their medals? Search. It is worth noting, not nowhere, don't get me wrong. It's nowhere near the same level of accomplishment. It's not even the same galaxy. No. But I, I took a trophy from high school. It wasn't even a first-place trophy, and that's why I took it, because they throw away the ones that aren't the top trophy. So I took it. It was a cup. We definitely drank out of that for a party. Oh, for sure. 100% did. It was great. I'm searching through a lot of things that people have done. Somebody has them locked up in basically like a safety deposit box type of situation. Yeah, be smart. Uh, somebody else discovered some from 1904 that were just ditched in a house that they were cleaning. That is amazing. Um, I would love that. Diver took the gold to Rio, question mark. For what? I don't know. Okay. So birds, cool props. Very lax. Somebody else there. says they're cool props for birds. What? No. I don't know, no, they're, dude. No, they're not. There's lots of uh, options. All right. Start your own Pinterest channel there. No, there's not one there. Start I'll, your own Pinterest for what you... to do with your Olympic medals. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> uh. You would think, McCall, if you make $50 million a year paying like 40 bucks to log on to uh, Peacock wouldn't make a huge difference, mm-hmm. especially if you just won the NBA championship and were set to probably make a ton more money in endorsements. Sometimes, though, you just got to be frugal with your money. Look, you don't, you don't end up getting rich by being very, very loose with your money. However, AJ and McCall on VFX, Giannis Antetokounmpo was the NBA MVP, and of course his Milwaukee Bucks just won the championship, right? He signed a huge extension going into this year, which kicks in next year. He makes oodles of money per year just in his NBA contract. It's like $40 I think. So he tweeted the other day, I think it was when the United States was playing Iran, so it was a little bit earlier this week, where can he find them? And then everyone let him know it was on Peacock, and then he didn't watch the game because he wasn't going to pay for the service. Oh, this dude makes bank. <laughs> yes, he yes. probably could have sent a message to Peacock and been like, "Hey guys, do you know who I am?" He probably could. Can have. I just watch this game? I just want access for the game, and they would be like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, here, have an endorsement. Here's a sponsorship. Pro- yeah, they probably Here's a sponsorship. You get a sponsorship." <laughs> so the question is. What are you cheap about? Because that dude, that dude got money to to throw around. Like if he decided to buy a couple luxury cars, he's got the money to throw around for it. But he decided the Peacock stream. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Pass. So, <laughs> it's worth noting too. The day after he went, uh, they won the championship. Uh, he went to Chick Fil A. He got fifty chicken nuggets and what was half Sprite, half lemonade. I only know that because a bunch of people on TikTok started freaking out and then trying it. And apparently, it's delicious. Well, yeah. Not my cup of tea. Metaphorically speaking. Literally, yeah. I was like, it's literally not. Metaphorically speaking. It's a saying. What's the thing, though, you're cheap about? I got a headset at home right now that I use for gaming that on Prime Day, I was like, ah, maybe I had to buy a new one. I was like, no, this one works fine, even though the right earphone dangles. So we taped it. We use electrical tape and we taped it together. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'm not spending another $100 on one when I can make this one work. What am I cheap about? I like to buy everything, so that's a great question. Maybe <laughs> try cut some corners. Maybe I'm trying. I'm trying to think here because there's some stuff that I'm like, well, I could just buy a new one. I need to learn. 
McCall's the epitome of, eh, it's just $5. <laughs> uh, hey, that makes me really <laughs> uncomfortable, but yes. Here's a text message just came in. I won't buy anything online unless it's free shipping. Dude, I'm the same way. Is, yeah, no, that's fair. I, I mean, just, you get so ugh. spoiled all the time. Ugh. <laughs> spend five more dollars, get free shipping. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'll be $5 for shipping, or I can spend $5 and get something. Yeah, I'll spend five more dollars. Hello? I got it one way or the other. I feel like I'm I'm cheap on some things, like uh, medicines. Like, if I have to get, like, like I'll get just the acetaminophen. I mean, this says extra strength pain relief, acetaminophen, instead of Tylenol. Yeah, it's I, the same I thing. I mean, when the, when the pharmacist and stuff are like, or you're, when you go to the doctor, yeah. when, you know, the once of five years you go, and they're like, oh, you can just get this. It's just get this kind. when it's a knockoff. Like, if they're recommending it, it's then I feel, I feel confident right. that anybody else could do that. It's okay. I'm not going to buy it from, like, no, you know. No, it's fair. I'm not going to hit somebody up on the internet and ask him for it, but I'll, I'll just go get this for like, you know, I'll get the generic name brand. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, I have like knock off my caramel protein shakes that I have right here. They're not the premier protein, but I normally get the premier protein for like everything else. But the caramel ones, I guess are fine. And the message just came in said, I won't buy candy in a movie. I sneak it in. Oh. I thought that was everybody. I thought oh. collectively agreed we weren't going to pay those prices. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. She really does buy everything. But, there's but no helping. No, there's no helping. I you. really like nachos at a movie. I can't sneak in. Not. What am I gonna do? Sneak in hot cheese? Yeah. In a Ziploc bag. Sorry, guys. Bag. I'm getting hot cheese. In a Ziploc bag. There's to hot quote, cheese everywhere. To quote, it's always sunny. What's your guys' spaghetti policy? Dude, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Friday means another round of Cash Valley secrets with your confessions. Before we get to it, of course, you can confess. Utah's VFX on any of our social media. It'll stay anonymous. Actually, one listener wrote in about a situation they're running into, which I wouldn't quite call a confession, but it's very interesting because it's led to a fight. Mm -hmm. What happens when you get an invite to something you know your significant other's not going to enjoy, so you just bypass the whole rigmarole of saying, hey, do you want to go? And they say, well, and then you go, okay. Apparently a fight. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. Uh... Listener message in said, I got invited to a wedding recently that I'm not great friends with the couple, but I love going to weddings because, you know, free food, drinks, and a night of dancing. When I opened the invite, I saw they gave me a plus one, which I'm sure they're expecting me to bring my boyfriend, but he hates weddings. Right. He doesn't know these people, and I'm not going to make him go, so I decided to invite my best friend. Okay. Well, it turns out that my boyfriend didn't like the fact that I didn't even ask him about it, but I know he doesn't want to go. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> Hot take. I don't know. Talk to your boyfriend. <laughs> Weird. Ask him, yo, what up? I got invited to a wedding. Do you want to go? I figure the answer's no. If you don't want to go, that's okay. I can invite somebody else, but I wanted to offer it to you first. Period. As, as, as a girlfriend of a boyfriend who doesn't like going to weddings, <laughs> that's usually what happens. I'll be like, yo, I got invited to go to this thing. Uh, like There was a, a musical that I went to. And I asked Dustin, I said, hey, I want to go to this musical tonight. You don't have to go if you don't want to. I can invite somebody else, but I figure I'm going to offer it to you first if you'd like to go because I don't want to offer it to somebody else and then whatever. And Dustin's like, no, I don't want to go. I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. I mean, this is generally one of those things where, (laughs) yeah, that's the right answer. Over communication is not a problem. That's definitely the right answer, but it's, I think it's one of those things, too, where you, you're going to be upset slightly one way or the other because you asked and it was going to go the way you probably thought it was, but because you didn't ask and it didn't go the way, but right. they're still upset and they have a point to it. Ah, it goes both ways. 
But yeah, yeah, you probably yeah, yeah, just hey, sorry, but I know you didn't want to go. Right? Like, do you want to go? Because you could still probably go. And then they'll probably say no, and be like, "What? Well, I'm fine about that. Fine." That being said, uh, Lacey on the phone. Lacey, what about you? Like, if you knew your boyfriend, husband, whatever, didn't want to go, would you still invite him, or you just skip the whole rigmarole? I don't know. That could cause some arguments. I don't know. Who likes weddings, anyways? Right. Don't ever get married. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. I mean, I mean, you live and you I learn. Gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna try and defend one. It's like, there's no way to defend very, it. Very you, small, you, yeah. you just, you should have just asked him in the first place. And I, I, I understand that. You know, you know how he's gonna react. I get that. But still, if he had. Tickets to something that he figured you probably didn't want to go to and just was like, I'm going to invite the boys. You'd be sad. You'd be bummed that he didn't even offer you the chance, you know, to go. Like, you still get to spend time together. As someone that constantly fights this battle with my friends, because, like, I'll try and plan things and then I have friends that I absolutely know are never going to come because they never come because they can't afford it or whatever. It's just, (laughs) it's not worth the headache. Just ask them so they could feel included and they could say no. And then you can just mutter under your breath because you knew that was going to be the answer. But you did it to avoid the fight and be polite. Right. Someone who fights that battle a lot, that's the answer. So even though you know him super well, yeah. Yeah, you you probably should have just been like, hey, I know you don't want to go. And it's okay if you don't want to go. But... Just I'm mention this and run through the room to get to your phone to text your friend. Hey, I got invited to a wedding and you don't want to go. Don't worry about it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Friday is, of course, uh, Cash Valley Secrets. The confessions that everybody's been trying to just get off their chest to clear the conscience completely anonymously. And so it's another round and the weather's perfect for it. It's just secret kind, secret kind of weather with ominous and gray. What do you got to get off your chest and you can keep it totally anonymous? Plus, I promise, I'm not going to judge. More often than not, I have short stories to share as well for Cash Valley Secrets for the Automatrix Group Debated 8 on VFX. couple of them that uh, we have gotten over the last week or so. Uh, I lost the game of Connect 4 to my friend's <gasps> five-year-old son. My friend thanks me for letting his son win. Oh. I didn't. No. Sometimes kids are just really good at games, man. I would just credit you on not losing it because I don't think I would take that one very well. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I would take it. I think I'd probably be fine because I suck at games anyway, but <laughs> we've all been there. Here's another great one that we just, uh, we were having this topic uh, or discussing this topic earlier this week, actually. So maybe this brought it in. I had to break it off with a girlfriend because she had the same name as my sister and always wanted me to use that name in. A loving no. tone, shall we say. Uh-uh. Every time I did, I could only think about my young sister in no. pajamas opening presents Christmas morning. It became obvious this would not work. That's bad. That is bad. For what it's worth, <laughs> when we had that debate, because we had the listener, right, who had got broken up with because they found out that uh, the girl he was going out with, they both had kids, they both had sons, they were both named Jackson. That they could, the, the girl was like, no, I'm not going to do this because of the kid's name, which McCall and I were like, no. I, when I was in high school, uh, my first two high school girlfriends had the same name as my mom and the same name as my oldest sister. What made it weird for me 
was the fact that my mom thought it was so funny and kept bringing it up all the time. But I can tell you, if those relationships had progressed or maybe we skipped to college and it was the same thing, probably would have run into the same issue. I'm going to be honest. And I might have been like, no, we can't. Tap out. We can't do that. Mm. Uh, This one came in via text message, 68255. The number to text, start your text with VFX. There's one type of soda that I kind of like, but the rest of the family hates it. I buy that one instead of my favorite, so at least I know it'll be in the fridge when I look. (laughs) I don't consider that confession. That's a life hack, honestly. I'm going to be honest. Oh, man. It's totally a life hack. That's just a parent hack as far as I can tell, because from my understanding, parents have all kinds of little... Tricks and, and secrets they've learned across the time of being parents or from other parents. I don't know if there's a forum or something they go to. I'm pretty on how sure to there is. Stash certain things so they don't have to share. I think that's a great idea. To buy the soda that nobody likes? Yeah. What would that be mm. for you? I mean, hopefully it's not I've the kind of, that Well, I've kind of stopped like drinking soda, but usually we end up getting like Dr. Pepper. And so Dustin will drink Dr. Pepper. But then he gets mad that I got Dr. Pepper because he doesn't want to drink Dr. Pepper anymore. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. That's why I try not to get things in the house. Ashley has a sweet tooth. She puts candy. I I'm like, too. you shouldn't do this. And then I eat the candy too. And I'm like, why did you do this to me? Yep. <sighs> Here's another one. Years ago, I dented someone's car in a <gasps> car park. I left a fake phone number under the wiper. Oh. <laughs> this week, someone did the exact same thing to me. Oh, that's karma. What goes around, comes around. That's karma. Look, you can at least take solace in the fact that I think confessing it ought to clear the uh, negative karma energy at least a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I think you're even, but you know, you never know. Karma I, bank works in interesting ways. Maybe there's uh, interest coming. When it comes to car karma like this, I swear it always comes back. So back when I was living in Vernal, my car got backed into, and I, I couldn't figure it out forever. At that point, my car was brand new. Uh, it worked here. I backed into somebody's car. I talked to the guy, gave him my insurance information, all of that jazz. And the next week, somebody who the person who backed into my car tracked down the manager of the, the bank that I was working at because they had been on their mission and they felt so guilty about it that they called the manager to get my information to pay for it. And I was like, huh, well, now I don't care because I just backed into somebody. So... My bad. You should have just had them pay for that. No. Then it would have been even. No. It was either after I backed into them or hit a deer. I don't remember. One of the two <laughs> things happened, and I was like, I don't care at this point. Not so much control over that second but, one. But still. Car karma Car- coming around. Karma. Cash Valley Secrets with AJ McCall on VFX. Look, for a lot of people, summer is something we always look forward to. I think the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah. And then two weeks into, not even two weeks, maybe a week and a half into 90 degree weather, I'm like, ah, this is terrible. Go away. Darn it. In another, I think, duh survey, the worst smells of summer were defined. Oh, no. I think you're going to be completely shocked on this one. (gasps) Each season definitely has its own distinct smell. And there's no arguing that that's a little bit different, I think, to everybody. But in a, I would say, duh survey, they decided to list what the worst summer smells were. The AI, you know, the identifiable one, identifiable ones that nobody wants. Uh-huh. AJ McCall at VFX. What is interesting to me is that McCall gave completely different answers when we got out of that last break. Oh, because you said smoke and I said campfire and sweat. Campfire and which sweat. can be taken as either side of it because I feel like a lot of people are like, man, there's like something like summer sweat is different than winter sweat. I swear it is. <laughs> I, I swear it. Fair. It's more muggy. 
You were half right because body odor did make the yeah. <laughs> list. The other was hot garbage. Oh, yes. Dude, there is nothing worse than mowing my lawn, putting it in my trash can, and then having to wait. Rank, dude. Awful. You want to know what I'm doing this weekend? That's right. Spraying out my garbage can. Oh, man. So jealous. Ugh. So totally jealous. That's the worst. Uh, Hot garbage is terrible. <laughs> but this I mean, this is going to be a duh thing. Like, right? Nobody nobody likes BO and nobody likes garbage. It's garbage. Oh, well, thank goodness someone was here to tell us what the worst smells of summer were. So how about the other side? Because I think there's much more variation and much more fun to talk about. What are the smells that everybody loves the most when it comes to summer? Mm, hot dogs, funnel cake. Mm. Like fair smells. Fair, yeah. fair yes. smells. Yeah. Fair smells away from the, the, the yes. barns. Yes. Let's clarify, <laughs> shall we? Still 100% correct. Everything candy. That I'm thinking. Smells like burning sugar. Barbecue. Yeah. You get that smell. You walk smoke. around. Barbecue something. smoke is fine. Campfire smoke, apparently, people are not for. What about fresh cut grass? Dude, I love fresh cut grass. I don't love it when it's been sitting in my freaking garbage can for a couple of days, but yeah. <laughs> According to the survey, the smell of sunblock ranked high as the yeah. one. No. Dude, I love the smell of sunblock. Oh, it smells like magic. It's, it's, we it, only, it's here's, different. Here's my story time, okay? The reason why I love the smell of sunblock is because we only use sunblock when I know that we were going somewhere. We, <laughs> at that point, I identify I identify the smell of sunblock with money because we had it at that point to go to wherever, lagoon, the pool, wherever it was. This makes logical sense, but it's still funny to me. I love the smell of it. All the sense of the world. Ah, sunblock smells like money. Hard pass. Mm, no. Sunblock to me just... I, I don't associate with anything. I just don't find it to be pleasant. I don't find it to be terrible. I just don't find it to be pleasant. I love the smell of it. I don't mind the smell of, I mean, this is going to be a hot take again, but bug spray. I don't mind mm. it. It's got, again, it's another smell that's an association smell. So it's like, it's stinky, but I yes. love the smell of it because of what we're doing. Ugh. So camping, fishing. Whatever it is, hiking, those kinds of things. Good with it. Association. It makes complete logical sense. Pass. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of summer, getting out, getting to do things. Maybe not so much today. A little bit today. But uh, it's nice to ideally turn the corner from COVID and people started to get out and do more. Like crowds are welcome back to events and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Most people, I think, have negative associations with uh, the whole lockdown and pandemic and all that. But that's not totally the case. Obviously, you got out of it what you put into it right. while dealing with, obviously, whatever mental struggles you had to at the time. Right. Apparently, it was extremely good for kids specifically. Kind of oh. blew my mind. Okay. I think, obviously, a lot of us go through the same thing, right? When you're in school, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to get out and have freedom because we don't know any better. Just completely ignorant of what is going to come. There's no freedom you get a little bit more choices, but you have a lot more responsibilities where really, how many times do you think, not that you would necessarily want to go back to high school at the age that you are, but like, man, there's just so much that I got done. I was so organized. I was on, on track all the time. It's kind of astonishing. AJ and McCall at VFX. And I think I would say majority, maybe it's slight, but uh, the pandemic was definitely more than challenging to deal with in a lot of different capacities. 
And so I was blown away that in a recent poll, 72% of parents said the concept of virtual learning is a game changer that will be around long after COVID, but also that kids learned a ton, ton of good habits from dealing with lockdown and the pandemic, including focusing better, becoming more independent, improved their tech skills, became more organized, became better multitaskers. And I just think in terms of myself, like this happened... Heck, even even here, we went and worked from home that first April. And I thought initially, I was like, oh, great. I'm going to get my stuff done. be home so much earlier. I'm just going to be able to do whatever I want. Like, I, there's no way I wouldn't have thought that same thing when I was a kid. Yeah. Vacation? Heck, yeah. Would have been like a, being at home and having to do stuff would have been a drag. And I would have been like, just get me through this so I can go do the stuff I want to do. I am astonished Yeah. at the amount of improvement. There's also... Uh, Learning to help other kids, making better use of their time, pacing themselves, teaching their parents new tech skills. It is amazing the amount of positive things that came out of that. I'm just, I'm astonished. I really am. Because I just don't think at that age myself would have become, would not have gotten nearly as much out of it. You know, I just think that a lot of people are more uh, woke now, if you will. Like, more people are actually, like, paying attention to things like, I don't know, emotions and triggers of things and understanding, like, why we react the way that we react and actually taking it in for what it is rather than everything being, like, an attack. So I think that's part of it. Because, like, we're teaching kids to be able to, like, understand things, you know? So we're actually giving them more resources to figure it out. And so it doesn't really surprise me that they're figuring it out because more people have the resources now. Well, it's true as as the internet just becomes more and more accessible, especially in early age. Like I said, my my buddy who's got a – she'll be five in January. She knew how to run their tablet, I think, by the time she was two. Just easier access, more understanding of tech means more understanding of – what you can access in terms of the internet, knowledge, opinions, et cetera. So it makes complete sense. I'm just, you know, just I think in terms of my own perspective, like I am blown away because I definitely would not have been right gotten nearly as much out of it. Maybe some, not nearly as much. So bravo. Yeah. The new stuff from Maroon 5 lost on Utah's VFX. And it's worth noting that I'm not going to name names, but some people may not have known that they are going to be touring with Black Bear. It was me. I didn't know. I just found it out. Oh, my gosh. It wrecked my whole life. I'm so excited about it, though. Which is kind of an interesting mix. I mean, at this point, I think Maroon 5's done enough interesting collaborations. There's not really anybody you could pair them up with that really wouldn't be a big deal. But in terms of their musical styles, it's kind of interesting for them to be touring together. But that's not to say I don't think it's going to be awesome because it clearly is going to be awesome. You know, I'm just, I'm infuriated that it's on the 12th of August because we're going to be in Chicago. I'm like so angry. All of the things keep coming up on weekends that I'm already doing stuff. It's like I have two events this whole year and everything is on those same days. The universe hates me. Maybe. Rude. AJ McCall at VFX Parknarks comes to its conclusion. Thank you for those that have voted. If you didn't, why not? It's your democratic right to do so and get your voice in and say which parking spot you think is the worst. Nominee number one, the lines are wrong. I'll fix it as a someone who decided, okay, the lines are going up and down. I'm going to park sideways, though, because, of course, me and my PT Cruiser need as much space as possible because I'm just, you know, such a massive vehicle. Right. And then, of course, there is the just tire fire that is nominee number two. That's optimal shade because it is parked under some trees. But to get there, it's up on a fire curb 
up in the grass, not where cars are supposed to be parked whatsoever, and raises a bevy of questions about why you got there, what the heck you think you're entitled. Like It's just, ugh. Ugh. Awful. There's no beating around the bush. This might be the biggest victory of all time. Like, if I could do math, I think it's like a factor of 15 times more votes mm-hmm. for nominee number two. It, I mean, it's atrocious. You have Shocking. So many the, generally, our Park Nork voters are very generous in terms of just trying to come up with, uh, okay, maybe it's this. Just trying to understand why someone... I don't think there's any way to do it with this one. No. There's not. Mm-mm. So congratulations to the winning Narker who took the picture. They helped find the worst parking spot in Cash Valley this week. They win a, a stacked gift card. If you want to play Park Nork, if you want to do your part to help out the Valley, just safely take a picture of terrible parking. You send it to Facebook, send it to Twitter, send it to Instagram, all the same social media, Utah's VFX. VFX is Facebook roulette. We're going to pick the Facebook post we think is funniest, most inspirational, or just flat out the best one. And put it on the Utah's VFX Facebook page. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, then that means that we can find your post, and it could be you. McCall, what do you got? Well, I actually landed on my friend Sarah's post, and she shared a post from uh, Robert and Sherry Hugo that was from the Preston Rodeo last night, and it's some close-up shots of the bull that, like, jumped over. He, like, he did not want to be restrained in the rodeo arena, he like yeeted himself over top of the, it's scary, but they've got the close-up pictures, camera shots of it, because there's the video as well that's attached with it. Stuff's insane. That's nuts. At first I watched it, I was like, huh, I wonder where this is. And I was like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> I know exactly where that is. Uh, I landed on the office memes 20 years from now. Son, hey, I just found these old DVDs in the basement. Can I watch them? Me, sure. What do they say? Son, the office. Me, nothing. Son, nothing. Me, nothing. Son, nothing. Me. Michael, go get your brother's Dwight and Jim. I need to tell you oh a story. Oh, my gosh. That's you can good. Win. Yay. Watch out for bulls while you're Please. running around this weekend, especially if you go up to uh, rodeo days or whatever. Yeah, the Preston rodeo. Yeah. That. The Preston Whitey. Yeah, did that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Friday means the after show. AJ and McCall on Twitch. If you can't find us, please do so. And of course, it's the same. That's with the ampersand shift seven on your keyboard on uh, for podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that. And then, of course, um, find us if you haven't. We shot a bunch of stuff this week, which means the AJ and McCall show as it's continued to do so on Instagram and Facebook. We'll have stuff, including very powerful message from McCall yesterday also, or a couple days ago, yep. a fun game that went up. That you can participate in that went up yesterday. That'll go on the VFX page as well. And then get those Park Nark nominees in. Do it right now. Utah's VFX. Until Monday for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.